Call for Action presents Of Consuming Interest, a public service show that discusses scams, deceptive offers, and other consumer concerns. Here's the director of WJLA 7 Call for Action and your host, Shirley Rooker. What would you think if I told you that Nomo Robo had stopped over 1.2 billion robocalls? That's a pretty impressive number, and that's actually really fact. As a matter of fact, I have the developer of Nomo Robo here with me today. I am so pleased to invite Aaron Foss. He, as I said, he's the developer of Nomo Robo. I've known Aaron for a number of years. We, I interviewed him when he first developed Nomo Robo, and it was really quite, um, quite an accomplishment and and something that he should be very proud of. So, Aaron. Tell me how Nomo Robo actually came into being. Hey Shirley, thanks for having me on the uh, on the program. So uh, it was actually kind of a, a funny way that Nomo Robo kind of appeared on the scene. I didn't know what a robocall was uh, before 20, uh, 2013. Um, I really didn't get a lot of these. I didn't know what it was. Uh, and then the FTC put out a challenge, and uh, they put up a, a $50,000 prize. And they really wanted to kind of spur the market and to get uh, people that were outside of telecom to look at the robocall problem and hopefully come up with unique solutions. So they were really, you know, it was very targeted. I saw the uh, $50,000 prize. Uh, at that time, I had uh, my my last company had been acquired, so I was just doing some consulting and uh, you know kind of putting my feet up, taking a little bit of a break. Um, but and and the the money was nice, but I was really more interested in this problem. When I started digging into it, and I was asking people about robocalls, they went, "Oh yeah, I get tons of these. If you could solve that, that would be great." Um, I just kept on hearing that over and over. So I, I had a unique way of of solving the problem. Uh, entered the competition, and as it turns out, uh, uh, I won. I, they they gave the half the prize to me and half to another guy. Uh, I think you're the only one, though, that has gone on to a product that's being used in thousands, hundreds of thousands or millions of households around the country. Um, but now, that's exactly right. We never heard from the other guy. Uh, yeah. I think he just took the money took the money and run, which oh. again, is perfectly fine. But yeah, he's not there solving the problem. And every day I still wake up and, uh, and with my team go and solve this problem. So now I know that Nomo Robo doesn't work for everything and for all phones, but you've gone beyond that. But first, let's talk about how the people who are listening to us right now, what they need to have to what do they need to do in order in order to utilize Nomo Robo? Yeah, we made it as easy as possible. And again, we got a, a bunch of time on this this uh the show today, so we can actually talk about the problem. We can talk about our solution. Uh, it's super easy. On on uh, VoIP landlines, we actually are, we power all of the major VoIP carriers in the United States. Okay, now so describe describe that because some of our oh, audience yeah, may is, not be familiar with what VoIP is. You're exactly right. So if you get your phone service over your internet connection, um, so if it's from your cable company like AT and T or Verizon or Comcast, uh, or if you use a service like Vonage or Uma. Uh, you can use Nomorobo. You go to nomorobo.com, uh, put in your carrier, and it gives you instructions on how to set it on up. Oh. On mobile, it's just 
it's just as easy. You download an app from the App Store, um, install it, and then you have constant protection from that. Uh, our landline version is completely free. There's no charge for that. And our mobile version has a 14-day free trial. And then after that, it's 2 bucks a month or $20 for the year. Okay, so now the landline, if you're using VOIP, which is a, a voice over Internet protocol, which is different from the hardwired regular lines that we know from from the past. So you can use Nomo Robo, and then there are some options we're going to talk about in a little bit. But let's let's go back and just talk a little bit about you're talking about when you first became aware of uh, robocalls. Now, our listeners should be aware that the Do Not Call Registry really did stop a lot of telemarketing calls, but these were from from legitimate consumer companies, companies that were providing real services, and they actually obeyed the Do Not Call list. I mean, I know that I stopped getting calls. I mean, we would get dozens of calls in a week, and, and then it really slowed down. And then suddenly it started to pick up really badly because the crooks discovered that, you know, hey, my goodness, I can make all these calls using a computer. That's why it's called robo. It's like using a robot. Am I right? That's right. And so consequently, um, I started getting a ton of calls, and it really has been annoying. But it's more than just annoying, isn't it? I mean, you hear and see from consumers who've had real problems with telemarketers that are calling them. Tell us about some of You're those. You're exactly right. Yeah, so if we were talking about the do not call list, and this is one of the confusion, uh, the biggest confusions, the thing that, that most people, you know, if, if I had a nickel for every time that somebody said to me, well, I'm on the do not call list, why do I get these calls, right? Uh, I would be a, an incredibly rich, uh, rich man. Um, no, so you're exactly right. The do not call list was created uh, back in the the late '90s to stop legitimate businesses. That was think about what it was like in the in the late '90s, right? We didn't have cell phones, we didn't have internet, we didn't have any of that stuff, um, and legitimate companies were trying new ways to um, market their services, right? And there was no way to get them to stop. Think about it again. Think about a world without email. This is all before then. How could you tell them to stop calling you? To tell you to never to stop. And that ultimately actually did work pretty well. You're, you know, if you're on the do not call list, you're not going to get solicited by uh, real businesses. And quite honestly, most real businesses don't do telemarketing um, anymore um, or do old style telemarketing, shall we say. Uh, but the new robocallers are more like spammers, right? They're, they use um, uh, same voice over IP. They use the same technology that allows us to get you know, free local and long distance calls. Uh, they plug a server into the internet, hook it up to a shady phone carrier, and just blast out millions and millions of calls. They don't care if your number's on the black, uh, the the do not call list or not. Um, they're just trying to scam you out of out of money. So that's really kind of the first confusing part of that whole thing today, right? Does it is it bad to put your name on the do not call list? No, and it really does help a certain portion of these calls, but it's a very very small part. Right. And so consequently, no more robo. All right. So you, you really have expanded. Now, In when you're taking all these calls, is it – would I be able to understand how the technology works? How do you figure out it's a robocall? Yeah, sure. So the technology is incredibly complex, but it's also very simple, right? This isn't a – 
a, a really, really complicated problem, right? The way that the robocallers work is they're blasting out millions of calls. Uh, they're changing their number. It's called spoofing, right? They spoof their number. They make it look like a different number uh, either every time they call. It might look like a local number from a, a neighbor down the street. It might be a, a number from your same state. It might be just a completely random number from around the country. Uh, we're analyzing hundreds of millions of data points uh, every single month to find, uh, and what we call it is high-frequency calling patterns. So, uh, you know, what you might make just a few phone calls in a day, and most of them are probably to the same people, right? You're calling your friends, your family, the businesses that you do um, do work with. Uh, these robocallers are calling, you know, millions of people, thousands of people can we at the stop, same time. Can we just take a brief break here, Aaron? Sure. And okay. let us yeah, identify yeah. ourselves, and then we're going to come right back to this. You're happy listening to, to Of Consuming Interest. My guest is Aaron Foss. He's a developer of Nomo Robo, which to date has stopped 1.2 billion robocalls to users who, who – to people who use Ro Nomo Robo. That's impressive, Aaron. I was sorry to interrupt you, you, but go back ahead, no, no. go right ahead and tell me about your, your uh, process and how it works. Yeah, sure. So when we're analyzing all of this data in real time, right, this is thousands of calls, right? We, we can see these patterns very easily. Nobody is on more than, you know, uh, Maybe you can be on two calls at the same time, right? <laughs> Maybe three at the tops. But these robocallers are on hundreds or thousands of, of dial attempts at the same time. So it's really, uh, for the user, you know, we manage all of that. They don't need to do anything. They don't need to go and click the blacklist or anything. Uh, we also built what's called a telephone honeypot. So we went and bought all of these old phone lines that nobody wanted anymore. They might have even been given up because they were so overrun with robocalls. Um, and what happens is nobody should be calling those numbers. So if we start detecting numbers that are coming into our honeypot, it's like an early warning system. Right? We can't just go and throw every number onto a blacklist. You know, we, there are good robocalls that want to get out. Um, school, police, fire, uh, you know, uh, prescription reminders, doctor appointments, those kinds of things. So behind the scenes, we're doing all of that uh, automatically for the user. Wow. that That's quite a development effort. Um... I, it kind of blows my mind because I wouldn't even have any idea where to begin. I'm so glad you know that stuff, Aaron. <laughs> it blows my mind too when I go and look at it, when I, when I go and peer into that database and I'm seeing real calls coming in and and the algorithm right. We we tweak it and we tune it and everything, but yeah, the fact that it can detect these with high accuracy, not stop the good calls. Um, I think it surprised everyone, honestly. We, when I started uh, with winning the, the robocall challenge, uh, a lot of people in the industry said, uh, you know, oh, you're going to stop all the, uh, uh, you know, the police and the fire and there's going to be um, – it's not going to work. And if it works, it's going to put a, a huge burden on the network. Everybody was telling me why it wasn't going to work. And I said, look, consumers want this kind of service. They want to be protected from, from these scams. And um, turns out that was right. Oh, you were so right. Now you're you're <laughs> collecting all this data. What do you what do you do with it? You know who the bad actors are because they're trying to call and you're stopping them. Do you share that with law enforcement? Do they subscribe to your database or what how, how do you take this a step further than just stopping them from making a call to stopping them period? Or do you? You're, or can you're exactly. You? Yeah. 
Yeah, so when we talk about data, so the consumer data, we never sell, we never share, we never do anything uh, with that, right? We are, our roots are uh, solidly in uh, consumer protection, and so our, our, our connections with the FTC and the FCC and all the government regulations, you know, we, 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 a lot of people have said, oh, if I sign up with you, are you going to then go and send me uh, ads, right? That's, that's kind of ridiculous. We're, stop, we're trying to stop the ads. But um, yeah, on the blacklist side, on the numbers that we detect, we absolutely work with the carriers with law enforcement, uh, we put out our list of uh, fake IRS callers for free, actually. Wow. Uh, you go to nomorobo.com, yeah, slash IRS. So we're trying to help um, the law enforcement, right, as soon as we detect one of those IRS scammers, it's on the list, and we're encouraging them to go and, and you know, follow the chain, put it on, the, put it on their internal blacklist and things. Obviously, we, uh, you know, we, we have the full blacklist that we can go and do, but those kinds of things are, I think, are really important to help stop the problem. Oh my goodness! And what what do we get? Billions of calls a day. Am I right? I mean, I, I read some yeah. numbers recently, and I was just stunned. I mean, I knew there was a big problem, but I didn't know how big it was. I think a lot of those come to me. But <laughs> what would you tell consumers for the people who do get a call? How how do you tell them? I usually don't answer it. If I don't recognize the phone number, my thing is to not answer it. But is, does it make any difference? Does that mean they're going to leave my phone alone? It doesn't, right? And, and that was kind of like the, the old way of telling people to solve the problem, right? Don't uh-huh. answer numbers that you don't recognize, which is still good uh, good advice. But obviously, uh, the best advice is to use technology, right? right. See what your carrier offers. Turn mm-hmm. on any kind of internal robocall blocking. Uh, use something like Noma Robo or one of our competitors, right? We were the first ones in the space. Um, but since it's such a big problem and, uh, you know, other companies have come in um, to, to try and protect uh, everyone from these, these problems. Uh, right. So you said it before. There are billions of calls that are made in the United States every single day. According to our data, 36% of them are illegal, unwanted robocalls. Wow. So, right, so there's billions. If there's hundreds of billions of calls that are made every month, there are, you know, tens of billions of robocalls that are made every single month that are, A, annoying people, as you said, right, and uh, B, scamming them out of, of real money. These oh, guys yeah. are really good at their, their job, right? They, they um, exploit your, your fear um, and your greed, right? So if they're going to tell you that you won the publisher's clearinghouse sweepstakes or, um, or they're going to tell you that they're going to come and arrest you, right? Those two emotions get people to part with their money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're, they're hitting on nerves. They really are. Or now I'm hearing the grandmother scam. Or the grandfather sure. scam, like I'm mm-hmm. your grandchild. Well, I don't happen to have a grandchild, so when I get those, and I see those also in the mail. But uh, but at the yeah. IRS, uh, Microsoft calls me a lot. Sorry, Microsoft, yep. I know it's not you. Um, <laughs> it's it's just incredible the the uh, imagination that these people use. Where do the calls come from? Do you know? Yeah, so uh, yeah, a lot of the so it's very distributed. You know, obviously there's a lot of, of calls that come from overseas. Um, and even when you pick it up, you you can hear an accent. The Philippines, um, India. There's a big uptake in um, uh, Chinese language robocall scams. So we're thinking uh, our investigations are showing that those are coming out of of Taiwan. Uh, but this is global, right? Like every criminal mm-hmm. uh, is watching what's going on, is seeing how successful it is for the right, the fake Microsoft guys, the fake IRS guys, and then they're putting their own spin on it. 
and um, starting up these kind of copycat organizations, right? Um, in general, the uh, the 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 United States carriers, right? These robocallers aren't calling up uh, uh, you know, Verizon or AT and T and getting directly on their their networks, right? AT&T would shut these guys down in a minute. What they're doing is they're buying their phone service uh, from a reseller who's buying it from a reseller who's buying it from a reseller. And when you have the kind of this, this chain, uh, everybody in the chain is kind of like, well, I, I don't know what's going on you know, downstream. I'm just carrying this traffic. So right. they're making money, and right. Right, when it yep. finally gets down to that, that the the person at the end, they say, "Well, that's our customer, and we don't have to share that with you." And and that's true. And they they don't even have to share that information with the FCC. It's kind of crazy about this whole thing. So yeah, they're coming from all over the place. And and what's really interesting because everything is so distributed nowadays, right? Uh, I'm here in New York doing uh, doing this interview. Everybody's listening to it all over the country, right? It's the same kind of thing yep. with these robocall businesses. They might blast out the calls. In one country, uh, if you press one, you might get uh, connected to a call center in a different country. Well, who After knows? they yeah. qualify you, you know, they qualify right. you, and they, right. they see that you're a mark. Uh, they might send you to uh, even a domestic uh, call center here in the United States. Let me that let me just we need to take camp. a pause here to let our listeners know that they're tuned into of consuming interest. I'm Shirley Rooker. My guest is Aaron Foss. He is the developer of Nomo Robo, which I want to impress you, has to date in just a few years stopped 1.2 billion robocalls. And there's more to come. Now, let's talk about your app for mobile phones. Since a lot of people sure. are moving away from landlines, you have developed an app. Will it work on any mobile phone? Yeah, so it works on any smartphone. So if you have uh, an Apple or Android phone, uh, it's super easy. You go and um, uh, uh, just download it, uh, click a couple of buttons, and try it on out. And that's what we like to do. We have a 14-day free trial. So is it is it perfect for everyone? No, right? Um, but you try it out. There's no there's no risk. You can cancel it at any time. And if you like it, uh, it's two bucks a month, and it's uh, or $20 for the year. So we feel it's a a real um, inexpensive way to protect yourself and your family. Uh, from these, uh, yeah, everybody thinks that they're just annoying robocalls, and yes, they are, but they really are. I mean, they could change people's lives when their oh, yeah. li life savings that they've worked for uh, is taken away from effectively like one phone call and one scammer, right? Surely you and I have heard these stories about, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars, you know, $800,000, $900,000 life savings that were stolen over the phone. Uh, that's just That's just incredible. Does it pay to, when you get a robocall, on your cell phone to block the number? I mean, it's, does it make any difference it, it because they changed the it numbers? It doesn't make any, right. right. It doesn't hurt, right? Pushing the little block number doesn't hurt, but also people, um, uh, then they say, well, well, you know, and they just keep on calling. So honestly, don't even waste your time, right? And yeah. I'm obviously biased here. The, I've, you know, our product, I believe, is, is the best in the market. Uh, the team here at Nomorobo, right? We work constantly. We work really hard. It's the only thing that we do. And from our point of view, the only way um, to stop this problem, right? We add 1,500 new numbers a day to our blacklist. Wow. And the full blacklist is over 2 million known robocallers. There's just no way to block those manually. No, I, that's what I figured. I mean, I do it just because mm -hmm. it gives me satisfaction in saying, there, sure. I got you. <laughs> that address are really there work. There you go. And even... 
if you instead of blocking it, if you report it, if something does get through and you report it to Nomorobo, that gets pumped into the algorithm mm-hmm. and it actually really does help. So now immediately we'll see that and we can get it quickly onto our blacklist. So yeah, reporting it to the FTC, uh, while you know it might help, you know in a couple of months, in a couple of years, it might help them a little bit. Reporting it to Nomorobo uh, really does help immediately, and you immediately help everybody else that's using Nomorobo. And people can do um, that so by going to your website? Correct. They can do it through the app, the mobile app, or doing it right at the website at nomorobo.com. Okay, nomorobo.com, folks. You've heard it here. Now, we have a couple of minutes. What do you see for the future? Yeah, so there's two ways that I see the future going. So the good news here is that um, our month-over-month numbers are actually lower. It does seem to be that there are less robocalls that are being made. I know everybody that's listening to this is going, well, I don't see that on my phone, right? If anything, I'm getting more, right? right? They're getting more targeted, though. They absolutely are. They've realized that they've kind of fished out a lot of ponds. They used to stay away from mobile phones, and now they're they're all over it, right? They used to stay away from spoofing um, the uh, local numbers. Now that's what they do. So um, in the future, I hope that it's going to get a little bit better. Um, uh, it will get better in the future. But right now, as we're doing a better and better job, right, as Nomorobo is blocking more ro- robocalls, then that means that the robocallers have to actually push out more and more calls in order to be successful. So in a very weird way, while it, it seems to be decreasing a little bit, I have a feeling it's going to go up before it even gets gets better well so, Aaron don't um, you, you know, feel the, yeah. don't you feel terrible you're cutting into their livelihood I know, I I mean, know. I'm, I'm really know. destroying their business yeah, <laughs> I know yeah, I always go say for it right yeah. <laughs> I'm, I know I'm I know exactly you. so we're gonna we're gonna they're gonna have to find something better to do uh right with their time well uh, and, it, you know it, you you, it, you do bring up you bring up a, a good point here though is and the one thing that people um, kind of lose sight of sometimes is I'll hear this all the time is, uh, you know, they'll, they'll, they'll yell at the person on the end of the line or they'll curse at them or, uh, you know, we really do have to figure out though is that the people at the, the operators are not the ones who are pumping out these robocalls, no. right? They're usually people that don't have very many options for jobs, right? They're in countries that are, uh, you know, much less successful than our own. So, you know, don't take it out on them. The guys that are running these criminal enterprises, those are the people that we really should be be yelling at. And that's where reporting information can put us yeah. at least doing a little bit to stop these these criminals. Yeah, you're right. The that's people exactly. that call us are not generally the ones. But, but so often the calls aren't even people. They're uh, recordings. I mean, you know, I, I get this one that says, this is, this is a, uh, let's see, this is not a marketing call. Don't hang up. Yep. Because guess mm-hmm. what I do? But I don't usually, yeah, up, as right? I said, I don't usually answer them. But I think I'm going to start, instead of letting them, sometimes they go to voicemail, I think I'm just going to hit the on and off button and, and get rid of them that way. You're saying there it you doesn't you make heard any these difference. Ones? Pardon? Yeah, have you ever heard the ones? Have you ever heard the ones that they're called avatar ones where uh, it sounds like there's a person at the other end, but it really is just a it's a person sitting in front of a computer with a soundboard. So you might have heard they're like, "Oh, hold on, I just have to uh, adjust my headset." They're like kind of oh, like really? and what they do is they yeah, they have people that are with American accents, right? So they can pick somebody from, you know, from the south or whatever and they they record a whole bunch of words. The overseas call centers, those people are sitting behind computers and pushing buttons. Um so 
so you don't hear the foreign accent, you don't hear the call center noise behind it, and apparently it, it works really well because they keep on doing more and more of those those avatar robocalls. You got me there. That's a new one on me. <laughs> I did not yeah. know that. Yeah. Oh my God. What <laughs> what clever ways Look, these guys we, are, yeah, we hear somebody that has our, speaks our language with our accents and. You know, that's probably why they have a lot of Chinese ones. They're calling people in, in Chinese. And, uh, yeah. yeah, I've had people tell me here that they've gotten calls that were in Chinese. So That's exactly right. And those calls, those those Chinese scams, everybody wants to kind of know what's going on. Mm -hmm. They are. They're pretending to be the Chinese consulate. Or they're saying that um, you have a, a, a parcel from DHL or UPS that has um, some contraband on it that has your name on it. Oh boy. It's all the fear side of things. Yeah. yeah but yeah. again, and especially with our current— We're going to come and arrest current, you. All right, Aaron, we're not going to arrest you. You do good work. It's nomorobo.com. You can get an app for your mobile phone. You can go there and find out. You can see the blacklist. You can sign up for Nomorobo for your VOIP lines for free. Aaron, you are wonderful. It's delightful to have you. And uh, we're just thankful that you're out there fighting for us, uh, us consumers. My guest has been Aaron Foss. He's the developer of Nomorobo. He's a great guy, and we're cheering him on. You've been listening to Of Consuming Interest right here on the Federal News Network, Federal News Radio Network. I'm Shirley Rooker. Thank you for joining us. Of Consuming Interest is a public service program presented by WJLA 7 Call for Action, hosted by Shirley Rooker. Call for Action is an international nonprofit network of hotlines which offer free and confidential assistance. If you have a complaint, contact Call for Action at 301-652-HELP. That's 301-652-HELP. To be your best every day, you need proven quality sleep every night. Science proves your best sleep is vital to your mental, emotional, and physical health. And that's where the Sleep Number Bed comes in. And let me tell you, ever since I've had it, my Sleep IQ score is just going higher and higher. And did you know 8 out of 10 couples say that one of them sleeps too hot or too cold? Science tells us regulating your sleep temperature leads to higher quality sleep. For many couples, temperature struggles are a real challenge. So here are some tips to help you both sleep just right. Look for beds designed with temperature benefits such as the new Sleep Number Climate 360 Smart Bed that actively warms and cools each side so you both sleep blissfully comfortable. And now save 40% on the Sleep Number 360 Special Edition Smart Bed. Plus, special financing for a limited time. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com slash podcast one. Sleep Number the official sleep and wellness partner of the National Football League. Subject to credit approval, minimum monthly payments required. See sleepnumber.com for details.